This is People Every Day. Coming up... Well, where I find it where, it's be- where I'm being inundated is from the people left behind. I sit down with the Long Island medium, Teresa Caputo, who's back with a new season of her hit show. Plus, breaking down Harry and Meghan's sweet and sentimental royal baby news. It's February 15th. Hi guys, happy Monday. This is People Every Day presented by Macy's. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, and I hope you have the day off this President's Day or at least find some time to yourself. Uh, We were actually planning to take the day off, but royal baby news happened. Oh my goodness, Meghan and Harry are pregnant. Later, I sit down with the Long Island medium, Teresa Caputo herself, and she opens up about life in quarantine, dating again, following her divorce, and, and some of the interesting stories about people who've lost someone to COVID and how she says she's helped families channel their lost loved ones to provide some healing in this crazy time. But but first, royal baby news. I am joined now with royals expert, senior editor, and just all things Megan and Harry aficionado. Michelle Tauber. How are you doing, Michelle? Hi, Janine. I'm great. Thank you. Yeah. Is today a day off? I'm not so sure. Uh, Not anymore, but that's okay. We bow down. Uh, It's good news. (laughs) We do. It's a good good reason. It's really happy news. I mean, listen, a a journalist never sleeps. So (laughs) we're always, we're all, we live for this. And our our Royals team lives for this. And we are so happy. It's a really nice, um, nice story to be able to to share. Right. And so we had baby news before, but this is the big one. This is Megan and Harry are expecting again. Yes. We know that Harry had said he, they, they wanted at least two kids. So we were, you know, wondering um, when we might get happy news like this. And of course, you know, that they had their really tough time. They had, they had a, a tough road to this point. Yeah. 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 So, so, okay. Tell us about the announcement, like when it came, what it said, give us all the details. Cause it was sweet. Yeah, it was so sweet, wasn't it? Um, so it we found out on Valentine's Day, which a lot of people were noting was a really sweet uh, echo of Harry's mom, Princess Diana, who in fact had shared her own news of Prince Harry's, um, her pregnancy with Prince Harry on February 13th, but then it was splashed Aww, across the newspapers yeah. on Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, so that that's really a sweet parallel. And then um, they shared a statement saying that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex are overjoyed to be able to say that that they're um, they're expecting, and Archie is going to be a big brother. Um, so that's really exciting. And like you said, Janine, they shared a really um, beautiful portrait. Um, so Cali, so Cali, <laughs> and I'm a Cali girl. So I'm like, oh, they're just out on the grass. He's rubbing her belly. They just look like just two star-crossed lovers. I love it. Don't they? They really do. So he's barefoot. You know, they're they're totally yeah, like barefoot in the grass, literally. Um, but um, yeah, the the photographer who took that portrait, um, Misan Harriman, he is a close friend of theirs, and he released a statement saying, kind of explaining some of the symbolism of the photo and the the tree of wisdom behind them and the um the f- garden that symbolized fertility. Oh my God, this sounds like a, a Taylor Swift music video. Like I just. <laughs> There's so many nuggets that I didn't know were there. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It is. There's a lot of layers, a lot of layers. And Megan is wearing a Carolina Herrera dress. And that dress was created for her for her first pregnancy with Archie. So it's a royal rewear with, again, a really sweet parallel to, um, to her first pregnancy. Nice. Nice. Okay. So this, wait, how old is Archie now? 
Archie's 18 months. He will Ooh, be two Bless in their May. hearts. Bless their hearts. I know. Um, <laughs> it's see, a handful. I have a five-year-old and a six-month-old, and that is just, yeah. So under the age of two, two of them. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. that's gonna be fun. Uh, yep. This this comes after Megan opened up, of course, about pregnancy loss, um, which was a, a big shock at the time as well. So, can you, you remind us just a little bit about her journey? Yeah. Um, so, in November, she revealed in a really um, heartfelt and pretty raw New York Times op-ed that she had suffered pregnancy loss back in July, and um, you know it was a pretty stunning revelation um, from any member of the royal family. We don't usually get that level of candor from uh, from a, a royal family member and, and vulnerability. Um, and she really took um, took the public behind the scenes of her private anguish, um, you know, being having the moment when she realized, you know, as she so memorably wrote that she was holding her first child while losing her second um, and then taking us oh. inside the hospital room when Prince Harry, she described like, he was, you know, she was seeing the shattered pieces of his heart while he was trying to hold the pieces of hers. Oh so it was, God. yeah, it was a, it was a really um, emotional piece that she allowed, um, you know, an insight into what they had gone through as a couple. So of course that does give, um, you know, a, an added sort of depth to this pregnancy announcement, knowing what they overcame. For sure, for sure. And just wishing them the best. And, and I just love the way that they have taken to the States and taken to California and their new lives here. They seem so happy. Uh, Michelle, thank you so, so much for taking us through that. Thank you, Janine. Next up, the Long Island medium, Teresa Caputo, tells me all about her otherworldly gifts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today is such a treat. I am here with the incomparable Teresa Caputo to talk about well the new season of Long Island Medium, of course, and just how she has been holding up in the midst of everything that's been going on since 2020 and into this year. Teresa, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to meet you. I just want all your listeners to know you look gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you so much, as do you. And and we're all doing our own makeup these days. So that's right. That's right. We'll do the best that we can, right? <laughs> Seriously. How how has life in quarantine been for you? You know, I have to say, I feel things have been good. You know, listen, did I have my bad days? Absolutely. But I was very blessed that I I still live next door to where I grew up. So my parents live right next door to me. Um, my daughter, uh, Victoria, and her fiance, Michael, are here at the home with mm-hmm. me. And then my son, the day of the lockdown, he came from Manhattan and has been staying with me since March. Yeah. So, um, so you were must- an empty nester and now everybody's back. <laughs> Uh, my, my nest, I have to rebuild my nest. I need a bigger <laughs> nest. <laughs> but listen, my son, he's not going anywhere. I think he likes it here. I think he remembered what it was like. <laughs> how was how it for oh. you to, to, you know, have, have them back and sharing your space again? Oh, well, you know, I, I always want my kids with me. Uh, but, you know, I we respect each other's space. So um, I don't know. I Maybe if you talk to my kids, it might be a little different, (laughs) but I really feel like there hasn't been any problems. Everyone's, you know, like in like the summer, like around July, my son was like, mom, I'm going to go back to the city. I need, you know, and he came back five days later. So, (laughs) Mm. well, there you go. He wanted to eat. (laughs) Relationships and in quarantine, Uh, you told us not too long ago you were dating. Like, has that all but stopped Like in the midst or are you able to welcome him into the bubble? (laughs) <laughs> well, we kind of welcomed him into the bubble and that's where my relationship became kind of uh, w- where we decided to be oh, exclusive. Wow. Um, yeah. So, you know, it was, it was kind of unexpected, just like the pandemic, <laughs> you know, I was dating prior mm-hmm. to the pandemic and um, so this just kind of, it was like, okay, you know what, we're mm-hmm. going to be exclusive now. So the pan. So there are some good things that come out of a pandemic. There are a lot of. I'm, I'm trying to look and focus on all of the silver linings, and I don't think that we realize we, if we really look, we can really find so many. And, and, and he has your kids' so. approval, but we don't know who he is yet. No, no. You know what? It's really hard. You know, people have to understand. I, Larry, and I decided um, when they first came to us and asked if I wanted to yeah. do a reality show. We discussed mm-hmm. it as a family, and that was something that we decided. With your ex-husband, Larry, and, 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 and the, not, the kids. and Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. My ex-husband, my kids. It was something that we all decided yeah. as a family. And I've always been lucky where everyone has supported me in my choices and decisions, especially with my career. And, you know, we all kind of went mm-hmm. in, in this together. And we kind of grew with it. And, you know, it's not easy to be thrown in to a yeah. situation like that of being private. And it's not only me, it's his family as well, Yeah, his children. You know, it's it's not just – but like everything else in my life, I, I am always willing to share certain yeah. things when the time is nice, right. Nice, nice. Well, I'm happy so, you're happy. Yeah. Um, but, Thank but you. I, Thank I do, you. I appreciate that. No, that means a lot course, to me. Of course, of um, course. You look happy, so I love it. Um, I, I want to get into something that's, of course, not very happy, um, COVID, and, and, and talking about um, sure. this season of Long Island Medium. I mean, your work is mm-hmm. on the other side of this realm. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, is, this, is, this is what you deal yeah. with. Mm-hmm. And there has been so right. much loss, so much death. Like, 
have mm-hmm. you been inundated? Like, how has this impacted what you do in terms of, you know, connecting people with those that they've lost? Well, where I find it where it's be- where I'm being inundated is from the people left behind mm. here in the physical world. You know, if you don't mind me going back to the beginning, because it kind of really puts everything in perspective of how and yeah. why I do what I do. I mean, I struggled with my gift for, it was over five years. I couldn't understand why God would bless me with this a beautiful gift. And I couldn't, I was like, why is someone going to want to come and see a medium? And you also have to realize since the age of four, I've always felt different. I would say to my mom, I don't feel right. I feel different than everyone else. And my mom would literally say to me, you're not adopted because if you were adopted, you could understand that feeling, right? Or that emotion. And my parents and my family were always, they never made a big deal about things that I would say. And my mom was just always very encouraging for me. And once I accepted my gift and I realized from channeling the souls of the departed is that unfortunately, no matter who we lose, how they die, we here in the physical world are left with burdens and guilts. We're left with these should have, could have, would have, maybe an only if. At the end of the day, these emotions do not give us the ability to heal. So that's why I look at my work and what I do is the gift of healing, the gift of peace Mm. and comfort. I choose not to use the word closure because I feel closure is so final. So it might give someone closure on particular aspects maybe of the relationship or things, but never of the person. Because the only thing we lose is that physical connection bond. That soul bond will Mm. never be broken. So I kind of, when COVID hit, I kind of, and I, I, I use this as an example so people can kind of put this in perspective, especially if you're from New York. When 9-11 happened, that is when I mm. accepted my gift and knew that this was, I was supposed to do this and this was my soul's journey. And it was a sim- similar scenario of where people didn't know what yeah. happened to their loved ones. They were getting phone calls. They weren't able to get in touch with them. We, some families were not able to recover the yeah. bodies of their loved ones and not knowing what happened. So for me, I looked at it as kind of a parallel to that. So I understood right off the bat of what COVID was going mm-hmm. to bring to people, uh, what they were going to be left with, and the suffering of yeah. the not knowing. But this is where my gift comes in. The peace, that spirit is, what they're able to do still is mind-blowing to me. They freak me out every time I channel them. Every time. And and, and, And you've channeled a number of those lost to COVID at this point, yes? I did. uh, For Long Island Medium, I did several uh, readings. Um, One of them was a family where all five of them had COVID. They were all sick. And it was in the very beginning when we really didn't know much about COVID. We didn't know. And the dad was so sick and he was, they couldn't even help themselves, let alone each other. And he drove himself to the hospital and he was the only one that didn't survive. And, you know, look, going into these readings, I don't know how someone passes. So I didn't know any of this. And this is what he's telling me as he's channeling. But the peace and comfort, because they all felt this, I use the term survivor's Mm. guilt in some way, shape, or form, because they all had the same thing. So they had a different type of burden than someone else might have. There's uh, going to be another episode where um, a, a woman had lost her mom, I believe. 
And the mom was coming through saying, the nurse would come in and hold my hand. She would sing to me and tell me that you called and how much you loved me. She even, I think, said things that the daughter had told the nurse uh, to tell the mom and the mom repeated it through the reading. Yeah. And to me, that was so, because the the woman actually said to me, she said, Teresa, she said, I always wondered if she did speak to my mom, if she Mm. did sit with my mom. And for me in that moment, I just got the chills telling you that it just brought frontline workers to a completely different level. They're already at this amazing high level, right? And to me, it like kind of brought it to a completely different level of how they went above and beyond. You know, it's difficult to care and to and to lose a patient, but to hold up a phone or yeah. through FaceTime, having someone say goodbye to their loved one is very, very difficult. But the time that these nurses and doctors took to sit with their patients, hold their hands yeah. so they weren't afraid, talk to them, sing to them. And for me, I didn't lose anyone personally to COVID. That still brought me a lot of peace and comfort yeah. and, and faith. To know that, know that those so, are, you know people out there just kind of it's not a reading but they're they're in the physical world creating that connection where there can't be physical connection and and that's my next question like what is it like doing readings over zoom for you is it the same does it feel the same honestly for me because the way I connect is through feeling Mm -hmm. and knowing and the only difference is that I don't have that physical connection with the person I mean I am such a people person I'm a hugger (laughs) I love to even reach over it at moments during someone's reading and like hold their hand. Like I love those moments, you know, and that is what I miss the most. But this is a sign for anyone listening. There is signs of hope because towards the end of uh, the season of Long Island Medium, we were able to do some in-person readings. Nice. Because I think a lot of people are really still struggling with that. Even though we're, you know, it's almost like things are opening, but we still don't have that normal. And, you know, I, I just say, I just always keep remind every chance I get remind people that, you know what, there is hope. Things are getting better. We are going to get through this and embrace and, and really have gratitude for those little moments that we do have. And, and how have you been keeping your spirits up? I know you said you haven't lost anyone specifically, but um, we've all been kind of going through this mass grieving, I feel. Um, what, what have you been doing to, to, you know, kind of just keep going and keep positive? Well, the, the main thing is that I always, throughout this whole pandemic, I stayed focused on and realizing that I can only worry about the things that I have control over. The things that I have no control over, I let go if -hmm. it was too much for me. Because if I have no control over it, if I can't change it, if I can't improve it, then it serves no purpose for me. And I really, really worked Mm. hard on that. Um, It was was very hard. but, um, But I realized that by focusing on things that I didn't have control over, the only thing it was doing was affecting me. It wasn't affecting anything or anyone else. It was affecting me. And and I was there for a lot of people. My daughter, uh, Victoria, was struggling uh, tremendously with her anxiety. Uh, wasn't so much, I think it was a combination of things. You know, she had to hold yeah. off her wedding. September. They were supposed to get married yeah. in September. Yeah. So she had that. She wasn't able to work. And um, she suffers from anxiety to begin with. And then just with yeah. everything and not having like an answer of like, okay, well, what's going to happen? And so she battled 
a lot with her anxieties. And I had some other family members that I was trying to help as well Mm -hmm. with their anxiety and uh, just trying to get everyone through this pandemic in a, in a positive way. And what about way. you? What, how do you protect your energy and, 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 and just keep the negative out? So for me, I, um, I just always did the same thing that I always do. I meditate. I made sure I exercised mm-hmm. still every day. I watched my eating and made sure that I was still eating healthy and really took care of myself. And I really worked on and realized that I took my meditation to a completely mm. different level. Um, I, I always liked to meditate to hear like chatter in the back, like whether it be, you know, music or uh, rain, rain falling. Um, but I learned through the meditation of just mm. stillness. And that's that was really hard for me. It still is because I always have yeah. well, chatter going say. on. I feel like if I'm Teresa Caputo and I'm sitting there trying to meditate, I'm gonna get like somebody's <laughs> uncle in my ear that like yeah, you yes. know, from like <laughs> that past years ago. Like, does yep. that happen? Like, do yep. you have <laughs> it does it does. It does because it's a form of relaxation. But um what I learned was I take it I started out by only doing mm-hmm. like a minute a day of the silence that I went to three mm-hmm. and I'm up to ten minutes. So I only do ten minutes of, of the stillness the of the meditation. <laughs> and I stop and 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 you know what I realized mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal. You know, I said this earlier to you and just come, you know, like I also learned that I didn't make a big deal about things because I I can tend to be a little dramatic, <laughs> <laughs> as my kids would say. Um, you know, I would always like seem to like sweat over the the little stuff and the big stuff. I could just be strong mm-hmm. and just get through. And I learned really that things aren't a big deal, and they don't have to be a big deal unless mm. if we make it a big deal. So I think that was a huge thing that I that I also uh, focused on and and helped me yeah. to just be positive. You know, I tried to stay connected with my fans. I would do lives every day, pull them angel cards, and just trying to be you know inspirational for them. And um, I also uh, because we weren't able to go back to f- start to filming Long Island Medium until it was mm-hmm. uh, the fall. So um, I also had the opportunity to start a podcast. So, and I learned that I was able to connect people all over the world, just not even in the country, all over the world. I mean, it was insane and amazing at the same time. So um, again, one of the silver linings of being able to realize, you know what, Zoom is the new phone reading. And so much cheaper <laughs> calling calling Hong Kong or Australia, like some of the guests that we had on Hey Spirit. <laughs> it didn't cost anything. That is awesome. I love your energy. You're just a, a ball of light. And I, and I appreciate you oh, sitting down with me, you. taking me through this upcoming season that is going to be just mind-blowing. I, I Just with everything going on, I'm really yeah. excited for it. Um, so thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It was, it was a pleasure meeting you. Good one. Thanks, you too. And that was the uniquely talented Teresa Caputo. For more on her and her show, The Long Island Medium, head over to people.com. And just a second, before I let you go, something to make you smile. Of course, Valentine's Day was yesterday, but if some of you were in the doghouse this year... I've got something for you. Listen.
That, my friends, is Walter Joffrey, the French bulldog, howling his little R&B heart out to Al Green's How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? If he wasn't already a doggy influencer, this video, shot by his owner and with over 100,000 views, sure would have done the trick. That is it for today. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>